Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unlocking the Magic, show number 100. There has been a lot of anticipation for the show. I am so excited, so pumped. I cannot believe we are on show number 100. I'm excited. You know why? Why? Because it's published. <laughs> you are done. <laughs> I don't know if you I'm ever doing it. that again. <laughs> this might be the first and only episode where we get a chance to talk to everybody like this. Because it was a lot of fun. And it was great to hear people's memories. Um, but it was a lot of work, too. And I, and I feel bad because we wanted to have everybody on the show. And, true. and it just was like, there's like six people in there or seven people we have who wanted to come on the show and give their memories that we have recorded. And there was like five or six other people who we just couldn't coach up schedule wise. The thing about the show is that's cool is it's people all over the place. It really is. It's people from all these different types of places and different time zones. Yeah. And it was so neat to hear from people in different climates and different weather it's just it was really it's a little depressing to hear people in different climates (laughs) a little warm climate yeah Yeah. especially at the time when this episode is coming out in december of 2016 this is actually i was thinking about it as we're editing it and it's our 100th episode Mm -hmm. it's christmas time and it's the end of 2016 so it's like all kind of coming together all yeah it's, it's weird how it all came together like that love it it's meant to be so we did on this episode, we wanted to have um, our f- friends that listen to the show come on and give their favorite Disney memory. You know, the reason that we started this show was to talk about the history and the little things behind Disney that are, aren't necessarily the attractions. You know, we do go into the attractions, but we want to make it more of a show where you can bring your family and your kids and listen to us talk and, you know, reminisce about your trip or look forward to your trip that's coming up. And the memories is what really sets the Disney trips apart from every other vacation, I think. I just want to say, say thank you a hundred times because we made it to no, show number 100. We could not have done it without our listeners. And it really has been, it's, it's interesting that it's coming to an end. The year is coming to an end. It's the holidays. And we're in show number 100, this milestone show. Yeah. And it's just been such an incredible journey. And there, everyone, your support has really made it special and absolutely incredible so anyway, i hope we can get to 200 100 thank yous to everybody listening definitely 1000 thank yous 1000 thank yous i know it's not like we did anything special we made it to number 100 right i mean <laughs> you and i personally we talked to each other on a microphone for 100 times but actually actually if you take into consideration the redos we had to do is like 180 <laughs> yeah, the blooper show. Yeah, the blooper shows. Speaking of which, we had the most epic blooper show on our la- Facebook live show just the other day. What are you talking about? That was all planned. That was all planned? Oh, yeah. I planned that out. It was, our shows were getting a little stale. I had to freshen oh. them up a little bit. Oh, I see how you are. You're just kind of brushing it off, acting cool. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you're going to do it? I guess not. I'm just going to, okay, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, totally, totally meant to do that. And, yeah. uh, Hope everybody enjoyed the uh, show. <laughs> so we do a live show on Monday nights over on Facebook at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, is it live? Yes, it is very, very live. <laughs> and Monday, uh, this last show that we did, if, if you're listening to this right when this show comes out, you know, the show two days before this, it was very live. <laughs> you know, very live. And very, very real and raw. 
And we're kind of just going to leave it at that. If you really want to go see what happened, you're going to have to go over to our Facebook page and watch the video from uh, December 18th. Let's just say I got a little or carried 19th, away with, with my, my fantasy of being part of the Walt Disney World Christmas Parade. So she was getting a little <laughs> upset with me because I was calling her an extra extra. It got a little over. It went a little overboard. But anyway, for this special milestone episode, like you said, Bruce, we gathered a few of our friends from Unlocking the Magic, and they are sharing their most memorable Disney memories. And I know we're we're going to share ours as well. But I have to say, I just want to kind of forewarn our listeners right now: be sure to have some tissues ready because as we get into these and share these, there are some pretty incredible stories. I don't want to share too much, so I let it just kind of throw it out there. But you might want to have some tissues ready. At least I do, anyway. I don't need any tissues. <laughs> it's okay, Bruce. You, you're still cool if you cry. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but it was great. I love talking because you know we do this podcast and we talk to people pretty much. We just talk to them. They don't get to talk back to us. I mean, maybe they talk back to us to their phone, but maybe we can't hear them. <laughs> right. And then that's, that's awesome. That they come on the live show with us, and you know it's Facebook, and we talk again to them, and they kind of talk back to us through words and on right. the screen. Yep. Um, but this is our first opportunity to really talk to people that listen to the show and hear their different reasons to why they love Disney so much, and why they listen to the podcast, and you know why they enjoy their vacations and look forward to them so much. So that that was special to me. Absolutely. I still don't Absolutely. need tissues though. You don't. No, no, no. no. We know. You can use your sleeve. It's okay. Okay. All right. So let's just get into our friends' favorite memories. And at the end, we'll give ours. Uh, I'm Erin Nichols, and I am from Kansas. And my memory was pretty easy to choose, really, because we have only visited Disney World once. And it was last December. We surprised our daughters with a trip. We told them about it a week before we were going to leave. And it was something that we kind of never thought we would be able to do, but we were, we figured it out. So we were really excited to go. And our very first day in the parks, uh, we chose to go to Magic Kingdom. And our very first thing, eight o'clock in the morning, was an appointment for my then seven-year-old daughter to go to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And, of course, she is a huge princess fan, so we took a Cinderella dress for her to wear after her makeover, and she got just the perfect little princess makeover, and she was on cloud nine, and all throughout the day, everybody was treating her like royalty, literally. They were greeting her as, hello, princess, and just, I mean, just giving her the star treatment. Um, and that actually also happened to be the day or a day of the Very Merry Christmas Party. And we had tickets to go to that. And we really had no idea what to expect, but we rode some rides, had a blast. And then that evening during the parade, we got a pretty decent spot right off of the street on the edge of the curb. And every float that went by, if there was a prince on that float... He would bow to my daughter, and he would say, Merry Christmas, Princess. And she was just absolutely beside herself. She was beaming. Meanwhile, I'm standing behind her crying with every single one that goes by because it was so special, and it was just a wonderful memory. And as the last float uh, is starting to come by, we look up, and we see Santa Claus clear up high, and, of course, my daughter's, you know, jumping up and down at this point. 
And Santa Claus looks right at her and says, Merry Christmas, princess, and waves to her. And it was the absolute perfect moment. And I don't even know that we could could have topped that at all the rest of our trip. I mean, to start our very first day out at Disney World like that was absolutely amazing. And the final ending that was kind of the, you know, the cherry on top was um, riding the bus home of all things. And we're riding back, we're exhausted at this point. Our feet are killing us. We climb into the bus that is packed, but we managed to get at least one seat for the four of us, you know, so we're all trying to share it. And um, we're headed back to our resort and somebody in the very back of the bus starts singing really quietly, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I wasn't even sure what I was hearing at first. I could just hear something kind of, you know, just barely. And pretty soon it spread to a couple of more people and a couple of more people. And before we knew it, the entire bus was singing Christmas carols all the way back to the resort. And it seems so silly, but I even get chills right now talking about it because it was just such a moment of pure happiness and all of these strangers being together and singing and just sharing this special moment was something that my family and I will absolutely never forget. Okay, I am Kyle Reinhardt from Ogden, Utah. My memory is two years ago when I graduated from Adams State University in Colorado. My parents told me that I could pick a trip going anywhere anywhere in the world, wherever I wanted, for up to two weeks. And I picked to go to Disney World with my mother. Uh, So we went out to Disney for seven days, just my mom and I. And I was raised in a family of, I have five sisters, so six kids. So it was the first time where I really did a trip with one of my parents, just one-on-one. And we went out and we stayed, We, you know, we went as large as you can possibly think. We did, you know, Deluxe Hotel. We stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we got the Deluxe Dining Plan. And it was just... The memory is absolutely amazing. It was a really amazing time on a personal level with my mom to you know, spend time with her and grow that relationship with her. And then the entire cast at Disney World was just, you know, amazing. The entire time, they treated us like royalty, so special, so, so fun. They gave us pins at the hotel. They brought us, you know, desserts in my room to celebrate, you know, me graduating college. Every time we went to a restaurant, they, you know, brought out a special dessert. Um, You know, the characters saw the pin, and they played along with it, too. And It was just a really, you know, special time and special moment. Um, because of that one-on-one time and because we've gone in the past to Disney. I'm a huge Disney fan. It's my favorite family vacation. It's where every time my parents ask, where do you want to go? I always say Disney. Um, but it, it was nice to see, you know, just two people going instead of a group of, you know, five, six, seven, eight people like it usually is. Short and sweet memory. And that's, that's it. My name is Bill, and uh, my favorite Disney memory has to do with my brother Nick. Uh, my brother Nick was uh, was a very special person. He 
was a songwriter, musician, uh, everything, you know, when it comes to the arts. And, uh, but more than anything in the world, he loved Disney. And um, my younger brother uh, sadly passed away in 2003 um, because uh, he was at a nightclub in Rhode Island that actually uh, burned down to the ground, um, a very tragic fire uh, where 100 people died. And um, this was, uh, he was only 18, so he was actually the youngest person in that fire. Um, I know this sounds rather bleak, but, uh, but my brother, um, you know, is still very present with us today. And, um, and my family has a, a lot of proof in this. Uh, his favorite number was the number 41. He was a, an incredible, um, uh, incredibly uh, sort of knowledgeable person of the things going on around him in his life and uh, the number 41 was very significant to him um, he would always notice it everywhere in license plates, house numbers uh, sale receipts football jerseys, Nick would always let us know that this was his special number uh, it seemed like his special number chose him in life in a lot of ways um, and so the number 41 uh, after his passing became really significant to my family who and friends who all started to notice this number after he'd passed away. Uh, but most significantly was the first time we went to Disney World after he had passed away. We went there as a memorial to my brother um, a year later. Uh, and honestly, when I talk about how much he loved Disney, I don't think it's I think it's an understatement, or there's really no way to express how much my brother loved Disney. Um, it was really like everything in his life. And we all loved it in my family, but for him, it was something very special. And we always actually used to call him Peter Pan <laughs> because he was, he really was Peter Pan in so many ways. He was the kid who never wanted to grow up. Uh, and uh, remarkably, um, he never did. As, as with being with us, he never did become a grown-up, uh, as he was only 18 for really uh, a few weeks before his passing. Um, but uh, so to me, he still is sort of the eternal Peter Pan. Um, but this uh, particular trip in 2004 um, really showed us that Nick was very present with us as we arrived uh, at Disney World right on the dot at 741 in our um, on, on, on our plane uh, the next morning after we woke up uh, in the more uh, rather rather we were woken up uh, in the middle of the night at 441 by an alarm clock that no one had ever set um, his favorite show in Disney World was the hoop de doo review uh, which every single trip we went on, uh, regardless, he would have we would have to do it at least once. Um, the hoop did you review at Fort Wilderness, uh, and we were taking the ferry over from the Magic Kingdom, uh, and we actually, uh, as we approached the dock, my mother said, "Here we go, Nick. The hoop did you review." And just as she said it, all the lights on the dock blinked off and on. Um, when my mom uh, went to go pick up our tickets, uh, our ticket from the uh, ticket window, 
she comes back a few minutes later and uh, she says look at the table number we've been assigned it's number uh, table number 41 and just as she said that uh, a, a young blonde haired boy no more than five years old ran past us and we heard who we presumed to be uh, his mother yell out Nicholas come back here and um of course, my brother's name was Nicholas. So, um, you know, this particular trip uh, that we took, it was incredibly hard sometimes to be there. But at the same time, um, you know, just being reminded that our brother was there with us the whole entire time and is always with us, uh, I think, made it incredibly special. And um, so that that's my Disney memory. Hey, everybody. This is April with Enchanted Escapes Travel. I am in Texas, and I just have been enjoying so much Bruce and Connie's podcasts and all the wonderful information that you guys have, have provided for all of us, all of your listeners. And I learn a lot from you guys, too. I um, discovered you through Twitter, I believe, and uh, started listening to your podcast and was just like every, couldn't miss an episode every week I was looking forward to it because there's so much great information that you guys share with us. Love the unlocking episodes um, and all of that about the rides and attractions and shows and the interviews that you guys have been doing have been amazing. So thank you so much for all of that. Um, I just wanted to give a little bit of a, a, a memory of my an experience that my family has had with Walt Disney World. Um, one thing that I remember that's so special to me is that, and this is something that I try to encourage my clients to do also, those, especially those who are staying off site. Um, as you know, the buses will t- take you directly to uh, the gates when you go to Magic Kingdom. But if you're staying off site, you have the opportunity to take the ferry boats over and, or of course the monorail. Um, but if you're staying off-site, that's kind of a neat feature because that's the way we did it when my family first went. We stayed off-site and we went to Magic Kingdom for the first time. And we had our, um, our oldest daughter was four years old at the time, and I was pregnant with our second one. So she had not, you know, of course, she had not been born yet, so we had one on the way. But we we're on our way over on the ferry to Magic Kingdom, and as we take the bend around the trees and we see the castle for the very first time, it was so magical. I just couldn't believe the look on my daughter's face and my husband as he was holding her in his arms. And the two of them just had the biggest eyes and the biggest smiles and expressions on their faces when they first saw that castle. And just going around the trees and there it was, it just appeared out of nowhere and they, they were so excited. And that's my biggest memory of, um, of Walt Disney World and going to the Magic Kingdom for the first time with my family. It was so meaningful. And of course, once you get in and you're walking down Main Street and you see it for the first time, it hits you all over again for how magical it really is. So that's my memory. And I appreciate you guys letting me be on your show and sharing that with everyone and sharing that with you. And thanks again so much for all that you guys do. Hey, I'm Kat Martinez. My favorite Disney memory is after nearly seven years of trying to conceive our baby. Uh, I was in Disneyland with my family for Thanksgiving and had just that year finally got rid of all the baby stuff I've been holding on to for many years, um, maternity clothing, etc. 
Um, I suffer from PCOS, so it's very hard for me to have children. And I finally kind of gave up on that, thinking that it probably wasn't going to end up happening. And as we were in Disneyland over the holiday, I started experiencing a lot of symptoms that were similar to pregnancy and started Googling how you can get pregnant, see symptoms without being pregnant, and had things come up like tumors and all kinds of things. And so I was just like, oh, no, I'm not pregnant at all. Well, we started talking about it, and I went ahead and took a couple of tests while we were there and found out that our little miracle was going to be on her way. And I just remember walking around in Disneyland the rest of the day just kind of stunned because I couldn't believe that after all these years it was actually going to happen. And being at my most favorite place in the world, finding that out was extremely special for me and my family. And it all kind of came full circle this past year when I was able to go with her. And my newest miracle that was very unexpected as well and we got to enjoy the 60th anniversary celebration and watch the Paint the Night Parade together. And I remember tearing up as the parade came down the street thinking how special it was to be there with uh, her and getting to do that and never thinking I would. So that was one of the most amazing things and one of the reasons why Disney is so special um, is that it's the only place I can ever go and know that magic will happen. Uh, my favorite memory of being at Disney is I've never actually been to Walt Disney World, so it's just a Disneyland, but um, it was when I was uh, propo proposing to my fiance Sarah this past April, we were, um, we had annual passes, so we went down pretty frequently. Uh, we live in, in Reno, so it's about an eight hour drive, so it definitely like took a weekend to dedicate to go down there. Um, and so this was our typical like, anniversary trip. We've been together three years at that point. And, uh, and I, was, I was so excited driving down. You know, <laughs> same car with the ring and Sarah. And I was, I was, just, I was on cloud nine. And we were, we were in the park and I had, these, I had this plan. I wanted to go uh, to Carthy Circle. We love Carthy Circle. And I was going to propose over dinner. But we ended up, um, you know, we were in the park. Yeah. So yeah, they, I don't know if they do it at Walt Disney World, but they have a... Uh, uh, yeah, these photo pass people that are, they're, they're just like, I mean, they're posted at stations, but they can go wherever. And so we were looking at one of the, the train displays, and there was a photo pass person that was like, hey, do you guys want to do a photo shoot? And I said, yeah, sure, that sounds fun. And I was thinking, this is going to be a good idea for tomorrow to do like engagement shoots too, you know? And <laughs> and so we're doing the, the photos, and I was talking to her about, like, oh, are you going to be around tomorrow? Because I had some plans. and. And she said, no, she's not going to work. So I was like, oh, shoot. So I wonder if we can do it, like, now, like, the engagement now. So um, I had Sarah go sit somewhere else, and I talked to the PhotoPass people, and they said, oh, this is a great idea. We love it. Uh, you guys go on Haunted Mansion, and we'll set everything up. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> so we were right at the Haunted Mansion. We had Fast Passes for right then. We went on there, and, I mean, I was, I was like, all giddy. And then Sarah had no <laughs> idea what was going on. <laughs> so... We get off of the mansion, I go find the people again, and they said, well, the one idea didn't work, but how about taking the photos at the Mark Twain? And I was like, great, the Mark Twain is like, it's like our thing. Like we, we, we would drive it around whenever it's uh, open, but it was, it's down for the, the Star Wars Night Constructions. So we 
but we were able to go up into the wheelhouse and I did the proposal there and it was way better than I ever could have expected. It was just so cute, cool and I love that memory because it has uh, such involvement with the cast members and it's such a big milestone for me and Sarah and I uh, just gets me all choked up whenever I talk about it. <laughs> What incredible stories. Thank you guys so much. I told you I needed the tissues handy, Bruce, because some of these were super emotional. I really just can't thank everyone enough for sharing your memories. And I feel like now ours are not going to be that great. Yeah, ours aren't going to be that good. You can probably just turn it off now. We probably should have done ours in the beginning. (laughs) Well, you know, we wanted to give you ours and then, like, wrap it up at the end, talk about um, the memories (laughs) that you've just heard and, you know, and then give ours because our – you know, I think that everybody has a different memory, and as you can hear by the the people that you've just listened to, their memories, everybody's is a little bit different, even though it's kind of similar and so unique. Yeah, yeah it, everybody has a little bit of different story, and I love hearing that. And I wish we could have played the whole our whole conversation with these folks because, you know, obviously after we talked about their memory and they gave it and they hit the stop button on the recording, you know, we went into a little bit more detail just talking about their memory, and that's part of the show too that I wish we could have shared. But then yeah, the show absolutely. would have been seven hours long. Yeah, it would have been on way too long. But maybe we can do something else with that someday. We'll have them come on the live show or something. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So, so now that we listen to their memories, let's give our memories. Okay. <laughs> you want to go I'm first? Laugh- well, I'm laughing because I don't feel like mine is going to be as good as theirs. But all right. Here goes not- nothing. Well, let's, just, let's try it out. Okay. Well, I had a hard time choosing one. I think that a lot of people out there are going to agree with me and say, you know, Walt Disney World to us, is it's just such a special place. And every time we go, truly, we make these incredible new memories. So every time we visit, I know it sounds kind of silly because how many memories can you possibly have that are new at the same place? But truly, each and every time we go, it's it's about the family time for me. And, and I hope for you that... You, well, I hope for you too, Bruce. <laughs> I hope I'm speaking for you too, but I hope our listeners out there can agree with me by, you know, saying it's family time are the real memories to me. But speaking of which, I had a really tough time. And these two memories that I'm going to share, I know, I hope I don't get, you know, I, I hope you don't mind that I share two of them, but forget these, it. <laughs> these are sort of spread apart in years. So I feel like I felt the need to share them. But my first memory is kind of, a short story, but it's basically my parents and I, just the three of us. I'm the youngest out of three. My older brother and sister have many, many years, were many, many years apart. So when I was born, it was almost as if I was the only child and really didn't get to do too much together. But finally, my dad wanted to take the family, I think I was nine years old at the time, to just the three of us to Walt Disney World and really kind of like, talked about having just like alone time at that point my my siblings were kind of out of the house already they were so much older so it was really great to go down to Walt Disney World and I'll never forget we were downtown Disney well now Disney Springs but back then it was not Disney Springs it was my dad's favorite place to go and it was Walt Disney World Village and it's 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 what it is today except smaller and it was just basically like the boardwalk area um, from Walt Disney World Village, it's called now. It was called then Disney Village Marketplace. But we strolled hand in hand together, my dad and I, along this beautiful boardwalk. And just knowing that we were together, I feel like 
I just felt like I was the, the princess of the world <laughs> and we weren't even doing anything special. It was like, we didn't even go to the parks yet. We didn't do anything, but just that one-on-one time with my dad at Disney village, I really felt so, so special. Well, it's, it's, it's funny because you have two different family memories. You know, you did go there when you were younger. So you have memories with your mom and dad. And right. then you have your new memories now that you've made with your family now, you know, us and the, and the kids. Right. Um, so I can imagine that it was hard for you to pick a memory separating those two. Like, do I pick a memory with my parents or do I pick a memory with my children? And you want to pick both. <laughs> so I think it's appropriate that you pick two. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, you know, before I share my second one, why don't you share yours? Uh, mine is when we went to Disney. It was about seven years ago. I think it was about seven years ago. Yeah, because... Our youngest one was about two, and I discovered Tonga Toast. <laughs> this is not true. Is <laughs> this it? is not my memory now. Okay. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there for everybody listening. Right. You'll get the reference if you're a fan of the show and you listen for a long time. Anyways. <laughs> my memory is the first time, you know, I think it was about eight years ago, and it might have been nine years ago. How old is our daughter? Nine. She's nine. Don't do the math. Just keep going. So it must have been like okay. 27 years ago. Yes. When our first child was born. No, we we went when our first, youngest child was, I think, one or a little bit older than one. We went in November. And I remember we were going through a tough time. And we said, you know what? We got to get away. And it was the first time we went down there and we, we discovered one man's dream, the Polynesian, which includes Tonga Toast, and the those cars that Kula and I went on and all the kids go on with me now and we hysterically laughed and it was the first time that I realized that we've gone to Disney many times before that but it was the first time that I realized that Disney is more of a place than just a place to ride attractions it's a place for hope it's a place for inspiration it's a place where I don't it's cliche to say dreams do come true but it gives you the imagination to realize that you know what one guy started that, and if he can do that, that no matter what you're going through, what's going on in your life, you can tackle it and overcome it. And that was the first time that I put those two together. And then ever since then, every trip that we've gone on has been a great trip and more more about the presence of us, not presents like you get at Christmas, but presence <laughs> of family and where we are than it is about you know going on the next attraction, even though we do love that. Bruce, you got me teary-eyed. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> See, I still don't I need tissues, and you do. <laughs> that was really beautiful. I like, uh, you know, that's that's the that's my favorite Disney memory. That one, and every vacation since that has tried to live up to that one, and that's the goal of that vacation is to live up to that one when we discovered all that, or at least when I discovered all of that. Well, isn't it true that that's what led to the podcast? It definitely is. It definitely led. led it for sure led me to read Disney books and research Disney history and how he started the company. And that's after that trip, I, you know, Disney was just a destination place. And then once we went on that vacation in that trip, it became more of a history lesson for me. I would research Disney. I would read books. I would listen to audio books of how he started the company. And, and then, you know, we would go there. Like it wasn't even a question after that trip, where are we going on vacation? We're going to Disney world. <laughs> yeah. Like there was no other vacation spot for us after that. At least for me. Wow. I can't believe this because we did not share each other's memories prior to recording, but I have I don't even second... rem- I didn't even think about that memory until you said, "Okay, what's your memory?" <laughs> you we just this is just off the cuff? Yeah, that was just totally off the cuff. Wow. I have zero right. notes in front of me. 
So your favorite memory is one specific vacation that we went on. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of one specific thing that we did. It was more That's of the, okay. the, yeah. the that whole vacation to me was the memory that mm-hmm. I still think about all the time. It was a it was a very special sort of turning of event. More because our kids don't didn't talk back to us as much then. <laughs> That's true. Too. Let's just be honest. And it was, it was a little was bit no more enjoyable because they just did whatever we said to do. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Okay. So this is really interesting because what I was trying to say earlier was that we didn't know what we were going to each share. And my, I know I'm kind of cheating because I'm doing two memories, but I feel like there's so many years in between mine that I can kind of share my second one and, not, and get away with it. Yeah. I, think that, <laughs> so I hope I don't get in too much trouble with our listeners. And it's your but, podcast. So you can, I, I'll give four memories if you really want me to. <laughs> but I think it's so interesting that my memory, my second memory, goes along with yours. And Tonga my... Toast, really? <laughs> no, not the Tonga Toast, although that was life-changing. Let's just be honest here. And by the way, I still cannot recreate it at home. So it's just one of those things you have to go down to Walt Disney World to get. But my favorite memory with the family, with us, had to be that same trip, that same vacation that sort of changed everything, changed my mindset, changed how I look at Walt Disney World and I had these great memories growing up the first one being with the trip with my parents and then years after that we went multiple times with my cousins and we just had so much fun but there was sort of a gap in between and anyway make a long story short this milestone this milestone this specific trip that you and I took the family on was a really difficult time and we sort of scraped our money together and figured you know what we are doing this we're taking you know, the little money that we had at the time and we're going to Walt Disney World, as crazy as that sounds, because we needed an escape and we needed to reignite our creativity, but we didn't even know that that was going to happen. We just wanted to have some fun with the kids. But it was this specific trip that we were on. We were in the Magic Kingdom at the time. And I remember kind of walking along the Magic Kingdom with the girls. And I remember seeing so many people just kind of rushing, rushing around me. And here I am thinking... Are you okay? <laughs> I need a second. She needs a second, guys. Hold on. <laughs> We're going to keep rolling here, though, because there's no editing on this podcast. There's no editing? Not at all. You're rolling. Whenever you're ready. We're here, though. We're waiting patiently. It's a good anticipation. Okay. It's like a movie. <laughs> this is so silly because it's not – my gosh, some of our listeners, like their memories were so incredible. I feel like this one is silly. But you better say something really good now. No, I know. <laughs> It's meaningful to me. Okay. I think that that's what's really important to you. Anyway, um, we were in the Magic Kingdom, and I remember just kind of, we were all together, and I, but I remember seeing other families kind of like hurrying, running along, and I remember almost getting caught up in that madness, and the kids as well. Like, they almost started to bicker about what attraction they wanted to go on because there's so much time, you know, we had to race. And I turned to them, and I had said, kids, stop for a minute and look around take a moment and and look where you are. And I forgot to mention the backstory of this, but basically this whole trip, we had learned so much more about Walt Disney. And one of the things that Walt Disney had gone through was, I don't know if everyone knows this, but the story of um, the, the lucky rabbit. Oswald. And yes. And so Oswald was a sort of, uh, it's a special moment for him because he created Oswald and it was sort of taken away from him. But without, Going through that 
tra- tra- tragic time for him. I don't think Mickey would have been recreated, but he had to just push through and fight through it and knew that he would be able to get be on top someday. And sort of that's the men- mindset we had to be in at this time. But anyway, I remember that moment. So we had seen that movie, but I remember that moment with the kids and I remember saying, stop girls, you know, look around, look where you are. And all of a sudden, right on the Magic Kingdom lawn, there was a bunny rabbit hopping along. And so we ran over and we all joined hands and we were watching this beautiful bunny rabbit. And it kind of clicked with me as everybody was rushing around trying to get to the next attraction. There was this beautiful creature of nature just hopping along in the Magic Kingdom. It reminded me of Oswald. It reminded me to slow down. And it reminded me to take the time to appreciate the little things. And I think that that's what's really important. And I remember that. And I remember us standing there staring at the bunny and not one other soul saw it. I remember taking a picture. I think I still have the photo. Yeah, we have it somewhere in the archives. I have it. Yeah, it's really special. It sounds silly, but it really, we had gone through so much and it's really been sort of a life-changing event, this one vacation that you talk about and just kind of, it's the reason why we have the show now. It's the reason why we continuously try to spread the message and have everyone appreciate the little things. And that was, that's the vacation that, you know, is the reason why we're on the show right now. Exactly. If it wasn't for that one vacation or that bunny or that Polynesian visit at night, you know, we probably wouldn't be doing this right now. You're right. And have met everybody that we've met or talked These to. Wonderful and, people. Yeah. So, you know, that's why we do the show 100 episodes down. That's crazy to think about when we started the show yeah we're like let's just do a podcast and yeah let's just do a, talk about a couple of things and we got to episode number three and we're like all right what are we gonna talk about next <laughs> and here we are at we number did. 100 thanks to you guys so again 100 thank yous yes so that's our 100th episode i hope that you enjoyed this episode it was you know it was a, nothing specific about the parks or where to stay or where to eat but you know what it's just special to hear everybody's thoughts on why they go to disney world and you know if you're listening to this and you've never been you know try to listen to what some of these stories are and our stories and when you get there even though i know it's expensive and it's hard to plan and costs a lot of money and it's maybe the only time in your life you'll ever be able to go remember to slow down a little bit and enjoy it and remember and i know it's it's way harder nowadays to enjoy the moment Without your phone in your hand, in front of your face, <laughs> looking through the little screen, try to look at Disney World and enjoy the moment without it looking through your phone screen. Yeah. Because, you know what? It's good and bad, but sometimes you need to just put the phone away and enjoy the moment. Exactly. And that's my little spiel there at the end. There you go. That's Bruce parenting staff. <laughs> I was talking to the adults. <laughs> okay. 101. <laughs> yes. So All that's right. our 100th episode. Thank you so much for listening. Connie, anything to say before we wrap it up here? issues and hopefully i um hopefully everyone enjoyed this episode i'm gonna send the bill to everybody who came on the show for tissues because we literally went through three boxes <laughs> so true so join us on the show uh share the show on itunes if you listen give us a quick review if you want to join us on monday nights at 8 p.m eastern time head over to facebook.com forward slash unlocking the magic every monday night rain or shine or cold or hot we're there Live. We've been doing the live show for about six months now. Wow. That's been 
flying by. So join us there. Definitely want to come check it out. Say hi to us there. And I think that's going to do it for this episode. I'm not going to talk about anything else. All right. Sounds great. So thank we'll you s- so much, everybody. Thank you, guys. We'll see you.